Okay, in the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Uh, good evening, everyone, and uh, welcome uh, again, and uh, blessed and happy Nairuz, happy new year, uh, Catholic new year, and uh, give it to Shari, please. <laughs> yes. uh, as uh, we celebrate uh, the new year and also continue the study that we have in the book of Joshua, uh, just remembering again, which goes along, as we said before, you know, just... Uh, the, the capturing the moment and capturing the um, the event itself not just as event but as we said from the beginning that that the the the, the call to claim the inheritance right to lead the people to claim the inheritance and what else divide the land divide the land and as we said divide the land we said it's something very important because a lot of times and we'll see it more and more as we see uh, that it is um the 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 willingness to 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 get more right the willingness to have more again as we always say in our spiritual life we cannot and we should not put a cap on our relationship okay this is all i want and this is what i want and this is who i am right now and it's good enough so let me settle on that because the moment we say this the moment we don't have that that energy and that uh uh, uh, uh spiritual greedness if i may say that to get more and to take more then we're never gonna we lose even what we have we lose what we have something that's very important we've been going through the 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 passing the river and going and entering into the uh promised land and uh the first miraculous winning of uh, jericho and then the big slap on the face of i and then the return again to uh capture i again and and going with the strategies of, of, of what the Lord wants. And remember, we talked about this last week, which is a new start, a new strategy, a new covenant, uh, and a new victory, and a new victory, right? As we said before, we said this before, that remember that from Deuteronomy, that the Lord said that the, the, the remember and be careful that the promised land is a land of what? Hills and valleys. You have to remember this very well. Hills and valley, meaning what? It's up and down. Meaning it's okay. Sometime I'm up in the on the on the hill, and, and and maybe next day I'm in the valley. That's that's not the problem. The problem when you stay in the valley, right? The problem when you don't see that there is a hill coming and there is an an an, an, an uh, a resurrection after the death. You see again today's chapter, chapter nine is very actually. If I may say that, it's kind of funny chapter, to be honest with you, as we read, we read the text itself. You know, what's happening and the way people are, are approaching them and, uh, and applying this to our lives, which is, which is the main thing, is something that is very, very, very uh, interesting. And as I'm saying, it's funny because I'm sure as we read it, we look at ourselves and we laugh at ourselves. That's what I'm trying to say. Funny, not because it's a funny text, but because it's funny how devil deals with us and how we fall. And how again Joshua again after you know the 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 the, the coming back again from I and then he go and see you know uh, the 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 way that that uh, that devil is is um, dealing with him and trying to 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 get him and to get the whole people is very actually interesting way of this. so let's read the text first and then. Uh, we we will look at and see what uh, what we have. Um, again, as you remember, last time we talked about uh, the 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 uh, strategy that the Lord gave to Joshua and his people, and uh, how he uh, actually, as following that strategy, they were able to capture this and then to move on with that. And to, as we said at the end, he did what. The last thing we read at, at, in chapter eight was that he he uh, did exactly as Moses told him. Remember that exactly. It's 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 it's, it's, it's repeated twice. It's repeated twice. after he uh, erected an altar and started to pray. And then uh, in verse in eight thirty, at that time Joshua built an altar altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Abel. And this is what we say. This is the new covenant, new commitment. After they did this and after they came back again and after they enjoyed the victory, now it's time to renew that victory again, renew that covenant again. So he, he made an altar and, uh, uh, and then it says in 31, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones upon which no man has wielded an iron tool. And remember, we talked about this, right? 
Why is it an altar that, altar that hasn't been touched by anybody else? Why? Hmm? No, this is not the, the covenant. This is not the Ark of the Covenant. This is just an altar. But he said, bring an altar, but I don't want you to touch it by any means. Just, just, a, just a plain stone. It's God's creation. It's the simplicity. It's not being beautified by a man, right? And if we're talking about this, about our altar, the altar of the heart, like God wants the altar as it is, just wants the heart as it is. Just bring it as it is. I will take care of it. I will sanctify it. I will beautify it. I will magnify it. I will everything, I, you know, everything, everything. Just bring it as it is. I don't want anybody to make it beautiful. And as we said, also it's kind of related also to the, to the commandments that you should not worship an idol, right? So when you actually chisel it and do this and this, you're actually in a way making an image out of it. So like, I don't want this. I don't want this. Just bring it as it is. As it is, which is a very, very good reminder. And then all Israel sojourners and this, and they, 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 they followed this. And then again, it says, and after, uh, after word in verse 34, he read all the words of the law, all the words of the law. Remember from day one, as we said, that the center of the victory is always what? The Ark of the Covenant, which has the word of the law, right? So keep this in mind. This is the center of our line. The center of the victory is when we are always moving behind and according to the commandment, according to the scripture, according to the word of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded that Joshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel and the women, the little ones, and the sojourners who lived among them. So you see again the repetition that, okay, this is exactly did as Moses said, and not only them, but now, as we said last time, he introduces the idea of what the sojourner, right? Meaning the totality. Even though the, the sojourners were not from the people, but actually accepted to be part of the people, and they went through the circumcision, well, through whatever, and then now he said that these are part of the people. Again, the kingdom of heaven is for everybody. And we were talking about this last time, even on our, on our level, when we know and when we realize and when we train ourselves that, the, the, that our faith is for everybody, for everybody. We're welcoming everybody. We're actually praying for everybody. We want everybody to be part of this part of this and come and see and enjoy just talking to a couple this morning and like this is like i'm honored to be here this is this is awesome this is awesome and it's almost in tears as you're talking as you're talking. come and see come and see invite people don't be shy invite your friends your neighbors your co-workers just come and see and just leave it at this point and see god how god will work and god will work and he is working for sure so with that with all that glory again see again ups and downs, right? You come to chapter nine, which is again, funny in a way, but let's read it and see what's happening here. I'm reading again from the ESV, if, there is if this is different than the, the screen. As soon as all the kings who were beyond the Jordan in the hill country and in the lowland, again, all along the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the, Perizz the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, heard of this. They gathered together as one to fight against Joshua and Israel. But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and to Ai, they on their part acted with cunning and went and made ready provisions and took worn out sacks for their donkeys and wineskins worn out and torn and mended. With worn out patched sandals on their feet and worn out clothes, and all their provisions were dry and crumbling. See why it's funny? And they went to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him and to the men of Israel, we have come from a distant country, so now make a covenant with us. But the men of Israel said to the, to the Hivites, perhaps you live among us, then how can we make a covenant with you? And we'll go through this and see exactly, but let's read the text first. They said to Joshua, we are your servants. And Joshua said to them, who are you and where do you come from? They said to him, from a very distant country, your servants have come because of the name of the Lord your God, for we have heard a report of him and all that he did in Egypt. Sounds very good. Sounds very good. But yes, yes. Very, very deceiving. Very cunning. And all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon, the king of Hishban, and to Ar, king of Bashan, who lived in Ashtaroth. 
So our elders and all the inhabitants of our country said to us, take provisions in your hand for the journey and go to meet them and say to them, we are your servants. Come now, make a covenant with us. Here is our bread. It was still warm when we took it from our houses as our food for the journey on the day we set out to come to you. But now behold, it is dry and crumbly, molded. These wineskins were new when we filled them and behold, they have burst. And these garments and sandals of ours are worn out from the very long journey. So the men took some of their provisions, but did not ask counsel from the Lord. Right? And here it's like right there. Right? Like sometimes I was reading something, where it's amazing. The scripture can be very vague when it's supposed to be clear. It can be very clear when it's supposed to be vague. Right? But that's the beauty of, of, of the Bible. Right? Like here it's, it's right straight, right there. Right there. Like, remember, he didn't say this about Joshua when he did his own counsel and did his own strategy. He didn't say that. Just left it for us. But here, right there. Again. So the men took some of their provisions, but did not ask counsel from the Lord. And Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live. And the leaders of the congregation swore to them. At the end of three days after they had made a covenant with them, they heard that they were their neighbors and that they lived among them. And the people of Israel set out and reached their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, Shephira, Beeroth, and Kariath Jearim. But the people of Israel did not attack them because the leaders, the congregation, had sworn to them already by the Lord, the God of Israel, Then all the congregation murmured against them. So let's just leave it at this point for now. What's happening here? What's happening? You understand the text or not? First of all, the story is very, very uh, uh, clear, and and but but it's it's very very amazing also the way it is written. What's happening here? Hmm? A trick. Why is it a trick? First of all, we have to understand the background that the Lord told them and told Moses before them when you go to the land of the promised land, you shall not make a covenant with any of those cities. Yes. You're fighting them, you're killing them, you're taking over. No covenant with anybody. Later on, if anybody else from a far distance, not from these cities of Canaan, right? So what happened in the beginning of the chapter that there is a coalition against Joshua. All the cities there, the Canaan has like multiple kingdom and each one of them, so not, not necessarily all are, are friends all the time, but when there's another enemy, they will have like a coalition all together. Okay, let's go and fight Joshua, right? So these people, they heard, right? And Gideon is, is, uh, uh, is about uh, 25 miles from, from, from where they are. So the, 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 the Gibeon, I'm sorry. 25 miles, so it's not really very far from them. But they heard that there is what happened to them, what happened to I, so now instead of of, of fighting them and they were afraid of their own uh, land and all everything. So they tried to come and said, what we are, we're coming from far away. And they made, they made all this play, right? Which is again, very funny because anybody will, will go through this, but you know, if Joshua was actually thinking, <laughs> right? Like if you are a delegation coming from a far city and coming for something and this, you know, okay, you should have all your provisions, you should be prepared, you should do this and this and that. You're not gonna you know, run out of bread. You're not gonna, your bread is not gonna, gonna, gonna start to, to be uh, uh, molding. That's not gonna happen, right? But again, when we are so much driven with our own, again, especially with all the beauty of the victory, right? With all the glory of the victory that just happened, right? So they came and basically one lie after another, after another, probably basically four, four lies or four or five lies, as we'll see. And told him that, again, we are from far away. So because we are far away, they were able to make covenant with them, right? And then later on, somehow, the, the, whatever, whether they heard them talking or uh, something told them or the, they were spies, whatever, it doesn't say, again, that's the, 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 the vague part of the story. It doesn't say how the people of Israel knew that they are actually from this city. They're close to them. But when they heard that, okay, and then went and they reached the city, but because of the covenant already, they said, what? We cannot touch them. Although they are lying, right? So 
gets complicated, right? Things get messed up very, very easy, right? One thing leads to another, to another, to another. And then at the end of the day, okay, here we are. Okay. What does this have to do with us? It's, it's, it's very, 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 very practical and very uh, uh, um, uh, easy way to read it and to see and to apply it to ourselves. What is it? What do you think from the, from the text itself? What can we learn before we go in details? During consult God, right? Yes. Right, right. So take time. Take time to actually think and evaluate, right? Although when they think here, they could have said, okay, it makes sense, let's just think, but then they didn't actually counsel, as it says very clearly, they did not counsel God. Yes, very far away. Yes. Right. Right. We're looking back again to make a covenant that. Right. Right. Yes. That's what I'm saying. They didn't even think because if they were thinking really logically and kind of analyzing the situation, they was like, something is wrong. Something is wrong, is wrong, right? If you are a delegation, you're coming, what, where are your provision? Where is your support? You know, usually they come in like a caravan of things together and supplies and, 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 right? So the whole thing is, but again, the idea that, that how, how we read and how we know, you know, the enemy and how the enemy can be very, very, again, coming in a way that is very peaceful. Very peaceful, right? Very peaceful. One of the things I was reading, it says that, that Satan sometimes comes as a devouring lion, as it says in 1 Peter 5, right? But another times coming as a deceiving serpent, right? So not always coming as the lion that you can attack and you can, and you can recognize right away, but, but lots of times comes as a deceiving serpent, right? And that's that's when we 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 get lost. Like, how should I know, right? How should I know? What do you think? How should we know? How should we know? Another similar situation. I probably said it before, but another similar situation that tells you actually the difference between this and between that. Ezra four. I remember I talked about this several times before. The book of Ezra chapter four, when the people were building the 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 temple, and then the enemies, the the temple, not the fence. Nehemiah, the fence. Ezra the temple, right? And when the enemies heard that Ezra and the people and the zero Babel are, are building, they said, okay, let's come and build with you, right? So the same thing, let's come and build with you. Your God is our God. We sacrifice to the same person. We worship the same thing. Let's just allow us to come and help you, right? But at that time, at that time, it says that, that the zero Babel told them what we shall not work with you, period. What's the difference? between Joshua here and Zerubbabel there. What do you think? What's the difference between us when we, when we, uh, 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 when, when, when we fall to the deception and not knowing that this is actually from, from Satan and between no, this is, I can recognize that. What, what would be the reason for that? Yes, yes. right. Yes, Fifi, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did not counsel. Did not ask the counsel of the Lord. So the first thing is when we do not rush, right, and we take the time to to ask. This will give us an an, an an a direction if this is actually something good or bad, something from God or not from God. Yes. Took yes, sir. This is the point. Is that we don't rush. When the, the, the same story of uh, Paul, uh, Paul, when he 
there is a slave with the, the spirit of divination in, in and he waited few a few days until he rebuked her and ordered her not to continue in that and he ordered the spirit uh, to, to, to come out of her and okay. it's not from the first time because he he, he took his time to to to, uh, to know what's going on right right taking the time sometimes very very important is number one we need to take the time right and not rush take the time Senator Simsing, it's the same point. He's, he's referring to the to the to the story of Saint Paul when he didn't rebuke the the, the woman that has the spirit of, of prophecy for a couple of days, and then asking for the right time to do that, asking for the right time to do that. So, but but the the other thing also is how we can be uh, uh, examining, as the book said, examine every spirit, examine the spirit, right? Second. But the idea of examining, how can I examine the spirit is, is when, when, when I spend some time, when I am aligned with the Holy Spirit, right? If again, and this is what we say, okay, how can I know the will of God? Okay, and I don't have any relationship with him, right? And, but I need a sign to tell me which way to go. Well, it doesn't work this way. It doesn't work this way. It works when I'm totally aligned, right? On the same wave with the spirit and then I'll be able to do that. So I would say, start from the beginning, right? Go back again and repent and go back again, start the relationship, go back again and establish that relationship, right? Get yourself familiar with the voice, stay in tune and then you'll be able. But the funny thing here, the funny thing here is all this was in Joshua. <laughs> That's the scary thing, actually not the funny thing, the scary thing. Joshua is not just starting his relationship with God. Joshua is not just, you know, like doesn't know anything that that uh, that uh, young uh, person in faith and doesn't know what's happening. And he learns, no, the scary thing that this happened to Joshua. Why do you think that is? What do we learn from this? Exactly. No matter how strong you are, be careful. Be careful. Because the deception is 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 very very strong also so it's it's very very important to do that right joshua himself say again sorry Okay. You can argue this, David. So David is saying, what do you think of if Joshua is not, not an experienced leader? That's what you're saying. Okay, yes. Right, right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Season. I think I think it's a good point, but I think again, if we look at the scripture and look at all the men of God, you see that everything almost happened to every one of them. I think it's the understanding again of what is what does it mean to be to be a, a righteous person yes <laughs> yes yes exactly you talk about every single every single character you know i mean there are very very few enoch was righteous and he was just taken even he didn't even stay on, on earth at all because you know but these people who didn't have any problem were actually wasn't on earth right they didn't want yes so it, it may it's a very good point because that what does that tell us that it's hundred percent his righteousness, our our righteousness. Hundred percent is not is not 
the idea is, is, staying, is staying or being able to come up again after we fall, not, not to fall, right? Why? Because this is, this is, again, we still, yes, we have the new nature. Yes, we have, we are being renewed, right? But that old man is still there and the fight is still there. We're not 100% out of the arena, right? We're still in the arena, right? So the mindset, this is a very, very encouraging point, actually, meaning that, meaning what? Meaning that the point is not, you know, why did you fell? The point is, why didn't you? Rise up again, right? So the idea, again, the, 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 the general idea that the promised land is a land of hills and valleys. You're gonna go up and go down, go up and down, right? The problem is when we, when we are down, then we give up, we lose hope, we, we, we start actually to, to forget the whole goal. We forget that we are in the promised land already and that's what it is, we'll just stay there. Yes, Fee. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly, exactly. I was hearing some, I can't quite remember who, but some one of the fathers was saying that, that the new man that is in us doesn't mean that we do not fall, but that means that when we fall, we can come up right again. And a lot of times we have this misunderstanding, misunderstanding that that's supposed we, 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 should, we should be perfect all the time. Again, I'm not giving an excuse not to be perfect or to be, to be or to slack or to, to, to be uh, lazy. No, not at all. But when we fall, we have to understand again, the new person that's in us, the Holy Spirit that's in us will, 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 will rebuke us, right? Will tear us apart. I cannot stay like this. I cannot stay like this. So what they did here is again, as we, we see, you know, and, and again, that's why the text always, as we said before, the text is in very, very, very uh, detailed. What they did, they did with their sandals, with their wine uh, sacks, with their clothes, with their bread, with everything to kind of give them the whole idea of what this is, they actually light in every single thing. But then one thing happened that is very, very, very dangerous. And sometimes that happens to us in a very dangerous way also, which is something that we called uh, 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 lying under the name of God, right? Example, exactly the same example of Ezra. What did they say? We worship the same God. Here, what did they say also in the text itself? If you if you notice the text, after they said that we are uh, from a distant and from far land, and our everything has been uh, torn apart and everything, and then he said what? Yes, exactly, exactly. And then the, the, the made sure to use the name of the Lord, right? Yes, very dangerous, very dangerous. And that's dangerous from our side and dangerous when we are under that attack when it comes to us under the name of the Lord. How is that? How is that? Just like example of that, of that verse, right? They said to him, from a very distant country, your servants have come because of the name of the Lord, your God. Definitely, they are not there for the name of the Lord, right? For we have heard a report of him and all that he did in Egypt. Who said something similar to that? In the book of Joshua. Rahab, exactly. See the difference? See the difference? Rahab, she said the same thing. We've heard and our hearts were melted, right? But then we want to be part of this, literally, right? With all the heart, with all, like, save me and save my people and save everything. And she made uh, 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 this very, very obvious by being part of that, right? By protecting the spies and by this and by, by all this. So she showed her intention in work, in action, right? See, how can it be very cunning? Very, very. Again, it's the same, that's almost the same text. We heard of the Lord and we're coming. We heard of the Lord and want to be with you. Right, exactly. I just heard, yes, yes. Like there is no other God than your God, right? 
it's dangerous when we hear this and when we think this and also dangerous when when satan is is attacking us under a religious title right how is that again because sometimes that'd be very 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 deceiving right somebody entering service for example right under the name of god but the actual reason the total understanding of service is not there Yes. Yes. When we also try to use again the idea of we heard, right? For we have heard the report of him and all that he did in Egypt, but we are not very faithful about it. Right? So because we heard something, we try to 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 participate or try to be you know part of that, but we don't want to change our heart, right? Our intentions are different. So when we read the we read the, the 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 chapter here again, you see that there, there, there it's very 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 it's actually it's talking to each one of us in a very very clear way, very clear way. Be careful, be careful. So what they did again, the first thing they did is the the uh, uh, number one they said that we are um, from a very far country, which is a lie, right? Number two, they lied about their clothing and food. They made up things and and, and 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 things like that but they weren't really there yes in Jericho yes right right yes so they they're avoiding that they're avoiding to say that that you know we, we heard what you did in Jericho because okay if you are from afar away how did you hear right so they're covering again covering up everything that they're saying and trying to 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 uh, make them fall into that right and then what else something else as we said you know they said that uh, that um, the, this bread of ours was warm when we packed when we packed it at home and the day we left but now it's moldy and it's crumb, crumbling and whatever, okay? And then they lied also about themselves and gave the impression that they were important envoys of an official peace, right? Because that's what they say, right? So again, and that, that that's actually should have gave them a way to judge. Like if you are an important and envy and, and envoy and all those things, you know, what happened to you? Why aren't you prepared, right? But then when it came with the idea about we heard about your God, like, okay, this is a difference. You're getting into a different territory now. You're using the name of God in vain. You're actually blaspheming against God. And you are using God in a way that uh, to say that we heard about him, but actually your intention is totally, totally wrong. Totally wrong. Yes, yes, the serpent came in a very, very deceiving way, right? Yes, I will make you, you want to be like God? Okay, I'll make you like God. He doesn't want you. Okay. Cunning, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So back again to the point, okay, like with, with Joshua being again, you know, as I was telling you, David, that, that what you're saying could be, an, we can argue it because again, Joshua spent lots of time with Moses. So yes, as, as a soul and solo leader, he wasn't there for a, for a long time, but he was all the time with, with Moses. He's seen everything, right? He's experienced everything. He heard everything. So that's why he was trained for that. But the idea, again, that no matter who you are, no matter who I am, you know, it's easy to fall, easy to fall. But again, that's not the problem. The problem is when you stay there. It's God's mercy, as we see later on, you see that, you know, he, he, he's, he's, he's actually, you know, lifting him, giving him up again, right? Because from the beginning, he said, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. Do not be afraid, do not be dismayed. Uh, Abuna, I think after, after, uh... The great victory, usually we get overconfident. Yes. And 
what happened with Joshua when the, 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 he just uh, get, get out from a great victory in A. And so, and this is what uh, Paul say, uh, who I think he's standing, let us him to look lest he will fall. Will fall, exactly. Yes, definitely, definitely. After huge big victory, you know, if we're not paying attention, we'll fall. And you see that pattern all the way. And that's why, again, as, as Dr. Samir is saying, St. Paul said, watch, lest you, well, if you think you're standing, be careful. Be careful. That's what we were talking about yesterday in, in Hosea, right? The idea of knowing that we are always in need, always in need, right? Because if we don't, if we at one point think that we are okay, we're fine, you know, then, then uh, he, will, he, will, he, will, he will use that right away. Right away. So that's what happened with, with Joshua, with the people. And as it says here, the people start to, to do what they, they actually like, okay, they were mad, mad at the leaders, at Joshua and the leaders. Why? Because they fell into that and they, they made them all kind of, okay, we were supposed actually to, to, to take that city and take the, 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 uh, everything, everything, right? The spoil and everything, but they didn't because what they they actually because they said okay since we have an a, a covenant with you we're not gonna be able to break that covenant. Well, some people say, well, how come when they they treated you or they cheated on you so you can have that uh, that uh, excuse to break the covenant because it was based on cheating? But no, no, they said like we cannot do this, right? Which is a very good actually interesting interesting way of dealing with each other, right? Well, they haven't been faithful for me, so they deserve everything. Right? You see this a lot when we are dealing with each other, right? But so-and-so is very bad, so I don't care how I deal with him anymore. Like, no. Because the covenant is with God. Right? Even though they were are unfaithful and cheaters. But the covenant was in the name of God. That's why that's what it says here, right? It says, um, the people of Israel, verse 17, set out and reached their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, Shapira, Beirut, and Kiriath Jearim. But the people of Israel did not attack them because the leaders of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord. By the Lord. So no matter what, and this is another very, very good way of the of knowing how to deal with each other right sometimes you no know, somebody will come like when i know my boss at work is so and so like who's your boss boss is god not anybody else so no matter if the boss is treating you well or bad or he, he or she are uh, unfaithful that's not the point that's not an excuse here it says very clear that they made a covenant with the or by the name of the lord right By the name of the Lord. And then 19, but all the leaders said to all the congregations, we have sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel, and now we may not touch them. Very interesting concept. Anybody said like, okay, well, the whatever you do with them, you do it. Like they, they, they cheated you and they, they weren't faithful and they are enemy and they are this and this and they want the destruction of the, of the, of the nation. Which is also very amazing because at one point, at one point the leaders and Joshua were not very faithful, but now they're faithful. Like, okay, like, you know, what is that like, right? But it shows something. It shows that their heart was actually with the Lord, even though they fell, even though they rushed into making a decision without taking the counsel from the Lord, right? But something, something is good in them. Right? And I think that's how we should look at ourselves also. Why is that? Because sometimes we, we the, the devil, again, after, after the cunning way of, of dealing with us and after we fall, and then right after this comes what? The guilt and the shame and the slow self-esteem and everything, right? So number one, I'm just gonna throw you something so you can fall and then you fell, okay, look at you. <laughs> it's exactly what the devil does. How could you do that? 
You don't deserve anything. Stop doing anything. Stop praying. Stop going to church. Stop having a relationship. It's all fake. It's all this and this and that. And so not only that, that we are falling, but we're also what? Losing hope. Losing hope. Right? But as for us, as again, this is the people who are now, remember that the people are now in the promised land. That's us. That's us. We're going to fall. We're going to fight. We're going to lose one battle here. We're going to miss another battle here. But remember, the whole war has been won already. Right? So no matter what, it's not an excuse for us to say, okay, we're done. No. No. And the reason and the proof of that is something that's very interesting happened in the in the text at the rest of the or the rest of the chapter. So what happened to these people? Do you know from the story? They came stay for what? For to do what? Gather water and and fuel, hatab, right? In the house of the Lord. Right? To the point that I was reading about this, to the point like when you go to the to the book of Nehemiah and said, you know, the people the the who who came back from them, actually five hundred people came back again to build the house. So actually, not only that they were slaves, somehow they were actually changed, serving the, the serving the house of the Lord. How can you serve the house of the Lord without being touched? So no matter what we do. No matter what they do, God is always able and willing to do what? To fix our problems. To fix our problems. That's the beauty of working with the God. Anybody else said, okay, they're out. One, two, three times, strike. They're out. But with God, there's no, never. Unless I tell him, I don't want you. You are out, okay. If you want me out, I'm out. Yes. They were supposed to be killed. Yes, the 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 commandment from the beginning that the the the, the, the cities of the land of the promised land they're all to be destroyed. You do not make any covenant with them. You see this in Deuteronomy, I think, uh, eleven. Do not kill them. Do not kill them. Yes, because the, because of the covenant, they are now under protection. So you should not touch them. They are not to be prepared. The commandments for the Joshua and the people of Israel. Once you are in the promised land, every of of those nations to be to be killed, to be destroyed. There is no, no no treaty with them, no covenant with them, no peace with them, nothing. Why? Because these people will impact you, will affect you, will actually make you worship their idols. So eradicate them totally. No, all of them. That's why when the beginning of the of the of the chapter he says all the, the kings, the five kings, these are the main. Look at the at the, the verse one again in chapter nine. It says. As soon as all the kings who were beyond the Jordan in the hill country and in the lowland and along the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, this is the whole area, the whole promised land, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites heard of this. So these start, okay, let's come back now and we will. I have a war against Joshua to kill him, right? Yes, coalition against him, basically. Exactly. Although we're fighting with each other, but no, this man is coming here, and those two million, two million people, whatever, they're coming, and they're taking, they start to take, take, take over. So let's make a coalition, ally, and then destroy. Right. So these people were part of this, right? They part of this. So they they were afraid because what happened to I and everything. Okay. So let's make a treat. Let's make a trick. But that's why, because they came to as 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 they're they're, they're pulling a trick against against them. Whose response is justified? No. 
Because again, the response is not justified because they should have, number one, they didn't counsel God. Number two, they should have actually evaluate and see, is this really something makes sense or not? If they think about it, all what they've done is actually a lie, right? So the problem is that they, they believed what they are saying, right? Doesn't say, it doesn't, doesn't matter, doesn't care. It's, it's, uh, it's, no, but they made a treaty on behalf of the city. So when they reached the city, as it says on the third day, they said, we cannot touch the city because we have made a treaty already with this envoy that seems to be people who are important. Right. Yes. Yes, group from one of the cities that came and said, yes. Yes, the Hivites, exactly. Yes, yes. So the point, again, that, that they did not counsel God and they, they, they fell into the, the, the trick and they fell into that, that uh, way of, of dragging them into making a covenant with the enemy, right? And because of that, the city was spared, which is against the commandments from the beginning, right? And again, so we don't, as we said from the beginning, so we don't get lost in the history itself. This is how to apply this on us. This is what's important when we study this. How that we should not make a covenant with the enemy. How we should be aware and, and, and easy to, to, to point out, no, this is the enemy coming to me in a very, very subtle way. I cannot do this. How can I do this when I'm in the will of God? And even if that happened, I am able to recognize again, okay, this was not the right decision. I made the wrong decision. I made a mistake. And that's why I'll be able to, to come up again. To come up again. This is the whole point. As you said from the beginning, Joshua is not just a history. We can get so much into the, the, the history and to the events and who did this and the geographical areas and this and that. That's not the point. The point is, again, Joshua as the leader, right? As the man of God who experienced God, but who's still able to, or not able to stay on top of things, right? But the beauty of it, again, as we said, that, that God arranged, arranged the, the, the whole situation to actually turn out to be something good. And that's what we always hope for. That's what we should be, should be praying for, right? God, please always fix my mistakes, right? Everything, in everything, on any level, on any level, especially to honestly, you know, talking with you with very, 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 you know, transparency, you know, when you are a leader, right? And every step and everything that you take is, is counted against you, be careful. And the only thing that keeps us when we pray like God, please, you know, fix my issues. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> But I have to do the, to, to, to be very alert with this. Right? If I make a mistake, I can turn people out of the church. And it's not easy. And we've made mistakes in our marriage, in our relationships, in our life, in our kids. Abuna, some say that uh, Paul was. Uh... Uh, rushing when he heard the when he listened to the person who uh, 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 told him that you have to uh, shave your hair hair and uh, yes, yes. to enter the temple and uh, yes. and this caused much problem for him after it that it that's a so great that's point that's an advice yes we're saying to 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 Saint Paul when he had a. a, a, a uh, vow to to shave his head in Korea, right? And he said that he shouldn't have done that because he did this actually to make the people happy, right? So, but but again, that's one of the things that it could have been done because of rushing, right? Because of listening to people and in a way it caused a division because at that time we're still talking about, you know, the law and this and this and that. And here you are, you're actually, you're, you're, you're pleasing the people, right? Yes. So it's very, very important when we when we keep that in mind and really praying about like God, please fix my issues. <laughs> I'm a failure. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. But the problem is when we are very stubborn, right? Like, no, I know what I'm doing and I never do anything wrong. And it's always the other side's issue. And 
as I as I'm saying this, you know, sometimes in, in the pre-marriage counseling, and we talk to the couple, and like, okay, so what percentage do you uh, contribute to the problem? Like, nothing. <laughs> it's always his problem or always her problem. Right? We have an issue. We have an issue. Like maybe two percent of the time I'm wrong, but everything else is is her problem. So, okay, let's have a talk after this class because <laughs> something is wrong here. Yes. But it's very, very easy to fall into that. Very easy to fall into that. Again, when you look at the text here, it's amazing how God actually turned that into something that is that is again beautiful, right? It's uh, it's uh, the the rest of the of the chapter, so we can we can read it. But the people of Israel did not attack them because the leaders of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. Then all the congregation murmured against the leaders. So see. The problem now not only became the problem of Joshua or the leaders, the problem of what? The whole nation. The whole nation. Right? When we make a mistake, everybody else is impacted by that. Uh, let me just share something with you. I was just reading it uh, about that. It's kind of funny, actually. But uh, but <laughs> but uh, one of the, of the... Sure, it has to come from a politician. <laughs> A lie is an abomination unto the Lord and a very present help in trouble. <laughs> a lie is abomination unto the Lord and a very present help in trouble. Right? Because you gotta get you out of the trouble. Right? Who would say this other than a politician, right? <laughs> Interesting, because by nature, we are inclining to lie, sadly, to cover up things. Yes, David. Yes. Right. Right. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's uh, and that's what we're saying. Sometimes, like everything, you know, in a war, everything is is okay. We'll do whatever we want to do, right? But, but, but actually the game, that, that's the strategy that's what we were talking about last time, is we need to know how the enemies attack so we have a strategy to fight back, right? Because if, if, it's not encouragement to, to lie, definitely not, but, but also to understand how the enemy is working, right? Because, yes, definitely, definitely, yes, 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 definitely. But they could have come back again and said, as 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 uh, Rehab did, we want to be with you, right? That would meant everything, exactly, exactly. Yes. Wait. The, I was reading a book about this, and the title of this chapter actually again: "We have met the enemy, and he is our neighbor." <laughs> The enemy is our neighbor, right? It comes again, comes and 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 and, and change things, right? Talking about mistakes, you know, I was reading something that says, you know, the you know, uh, a dentist's mistake is pulled out, a lawyer's mistake is imprisoned, a teacher's mistake is failed, a printer's mistake is corrected, a pharmacist's mistake is buried. <laughs> A postman's mistake is forwarded. Electrician's mistake could be shocking. <laughs> the novelist, one of the, of the novelists said, it's only those who do, no, who do nothing that make no mistakes. <laughs> only those who do nothing that makes no mistakes. As long as we're doing something, <laughs> don't do anything, just stay home. <laughs> don't open your mouth. But again, the beauty is even though we make mistakes, no matter who we are, God is willing and able to fix it, able to fix it. This is the beautiful, beautiful thing, beautiful thing, right? He made Peter's mistake glorious, right? Why? Because he was willing to, but couldn't do anything to do it. Couldn't fix it. Couldn't fix it. It's very interesting. One of the things that we always say, how, why Peter was able, God to, was able to fix his mistake, but not do this, because Peter was surrounded by 
the disciples. Judas what? Isolate himself. Once I'm isolating myself because I, I'm, I fell and I made a mistake and I can't really even look in the mirror at myself, I'm going to isolate myself. Okay, be careful because you're going to be very, very, very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. When we make mistakes, let's come, right? Let's come together as a body and ask that we are all being, being restored again, being restored again. So with that, again, the, 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 after that, it says, uh, Joshua summoned them and he said to them, why did you deceive us? Saying we are very far from you when you dwell among us. The enemy is your neighbor. Now, therefore, you are cursed and some of you shall never be anything but servants, cutters of wood and drawers of water for the house of my God. The answer, Joshua, because it was told to your servants for a certainty that the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land from before you. So we feared greatly for our lives because of you and did this thing. See, yeah, Magzi? We feared and because we did this thing, right? Again, when we are afraid, we can do whatever. Right? And now behold, we are in your hand. Whatever seems good and right in your sight to do to us, do it. So he did this to them and delivered them out of the hand of the people of Israel, and they did not kill them. Again, the covenant of the covenant. Well, they, 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 they fooled you. They did this. They are the enemy. Now capture them and get rid of them. Because we made a covenant by the name of the, of the Lord. Right? Just something to say as we're, since we're saying this, and I know, you know, you know most of us here, except you and you, are, are married. We made the covenant in front of the Lord in our marriage. Right. So just something to remember. No matter what happens, we made the covenant in front of the Lord, in front of the altar of the Lord. That this is who we are. And you cannot break that covenant. So he did them, he did this to them and delivered them out of the hand of the people of Israel, and they did not kill them. But Joshua made them that the cutters of wood and drawers of water for the congregation and for the altar of the Lord to this day in the place that he should choose. They fixed that problem, God fixed the problem, and they became drawer, drawers of water and cutters of wood, right? Till that day, bringing, and then as we were saying also, when you look at at Nehemiah and see that actually he came with the people in order to do that, to continue that service. So that means that they were actually touched and they were able to, 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 to be part of the building and the rebuilding again. This is what we call the Nethinim, uh, the, the, uh, which means the given ones, the given ones. They were given to them to, to build and to support and to do that. So it's a very, very interesting chapter, very interesting chapter and uh, very practical and, and very uh, 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 eye-opening. It's an eye-opening, to be honest with you, how we should be aware and how we should, what can we expect again? Not always comes as a lion, but comes as a serpent, right? And, but the problem is again, how we, can, how we can not rush into our action, our decisions, our reactions, but uh, take, take the word from God. Take the word from God. And you see again, it's another valley that they overcame and then they're ready to go to the hill next time again. Right? It's an amazing book, book of, of, of uh, hope, of courage, of victory. And this is our life. This is our life. So as we were saying yesterday, something to make us, to give us something to pray about and give us something to, to read more and to contemplate about it more and to make it, uh, uh, to understand how to navigate through this life. That's basically what it is. How should we navigate through this life as uh, already victorious, as already victorious. God bless, we'll uh, continue next Friday, God willing, next uh, Saturday, God willing, um, with, uh, with another chapter and we move on with that. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and God, Lord, hear us through the prayers of all your saints, and King and George, in your name, Lord, hear us, and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, and thy will be done. Give us a day or two. 
May the love of God the Father, grace of His only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, be with you. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night and happy new year again. Salam alaikum.